get to me again. I pre-scheduled, and uh, when I went to try to go get into it, I couldn't. So I'm guessing everyone is at, over at the other, the other live. So I'm gonna give you a couple of uh, seconds, <laughs> seconds, minutes to jump over. And willfully, you can jump over. I know last time, um, some people couldn't come over unless um, I closed the other one, but I couldn't close the other one because I couldn't even get into it. So if you're over here, and you're able to hear me, please just, peace, Nikki Love. If you're over here and you're able to hear me, just uh, let me know in the chat. You know what I mean? But you probably can. But uh, cool, cool. Thank you, Creeshun. Yeah, they did it again with the whole peace spot say scheduling. When I, it seems like when I schedule ahead of time, that's when it gives me the most, the most issues. That's when it gives me the most issues, like sometimes it doesn't let me get into the actual live. So that's what kind of happens again. Um, yeah, I pre-scheduled. I didn't know if I was going to be inside or outside because it's raining pretty hard where I'm at. And I wanted to be outside, but uh, I didn't want to take the risk of whatever. So, you know, because the rain is like off and on. And I didn't want to risk... Um, being on when it was time for us to greet one another. So, you know, as always, welcome to the day. Welcome to uh, the dawning. You know, I will that everyone has rested well. And if you did have some some visions, some night visions last night that uh, they weren't so intense that they didn't allow you to rest. I know sometimes that can be the case when we're resting at night. You know, and we're trying to, well, we're trying to get some rest. Sometimes our visions can be so intense, you know, what some people call dreams. Sometimes they can be so intense that, um, you know, we don't, we don't even, we, we might even wake up from them and not even want to go back to sleep, you know. So I will that all of you were able to get the rest that you needed, you know, and be ready for, uh, you know, to close out the strong with vigor and with clarity. All right, so as you notice, I've been able to kind of get our times down a little bit more, closer to what I've been aiming to do. And I'm gonna continue on with that great tradition. All right, but uh, I know people are probably still spilling in from the other live, but you know, it is what it is. But um, commanding the day, 918, right? So yesterday was 17, Knowledge God, and I was going to get into that a little bit, and um, I just ended up not doing it, you know, uh, peace, YG gutter, peace, I just ended up not not doing it, not getting into it, um, and kind of went in a, in a different direction in terms of what we were speaking about, but uh, maybe I'll do it on another 17, yeah, you know, so we're still dealing with that that prime attribute of knowledge, and um, we're building and we're, de we're destroying, and we're we're knowing, we're coming into a knowledge of building and destroying knowledge and determining what knowledge is good and or what knowledge is fruitful for what it is that we're here to do and what knowledge is um, uh, detrimental for what it is that we're seeking to do in life. Right, so. You know, an important thing with that, that I, and willfully what I gave you yesterday helped you, you know, willfully that will help you to kind of kick it up, take it to another level. And um, I'm going to give you something else. And um, this something else may be, it may be a little difficult. Um, so I'm going through today's mathematics um, a little bit. You know, I, I always knowledge the mathematics, you know, for the day, but I don't necessarily always um, bring light to it, you know. So it, it, it depends on how the flow is, you know what I mean? So yesterday I was actually going to go through the mathematics, peace, Joyce Eisley, and I was actually going to go through knowledge, God, all being born to, all being born to build and destroy, but um, I just didn't. 
you know, um, I went I went a different direction. So if you look at I think yesterday's video title, it is knowledge God, you know, because that was my intention. Um, but I just wanted to shout it out today, because <laughs> I didn't shout it out at all. I shouted out at all yesterday. All right. Um, so today dealing with again, we're on the, we're commanding the 18th. We're commanding that day, and. Um, it's something I want to give you today that uh, it's practical, peace, Bible Logan. But at the same time, there's a there's a spiritual and metaphysical value to it that may be I don't know, I don't think it'll be too difficult for you for you to conceptualize. I don't, no, I know it won't be, um, but I know it's necessary because you know there's there's always got to be a balance between the mystical and the concrete you know, or the abstract and the logical, you know, there's always going to be a balance between that or the masculine and the feminine, peace, Juanisha. And sometimes you have people who want to keep you just strictly in the logical and the concrete, um, peace, change, change. And then you'll have some people who want to just keep you in the mystical and they're both dangerous. It's like, you know, only acknowledging angels, but never acknowledging demons. Or only acknowledging your higher God order, but never acknowledging your lower devil order. You know, either one is is dangerous to your liberty. So you have to have the balance between the two. You know, and I think I've given that example before, like with music. Music is not just one note. If it was just one note, it, <laughs> it'd be pretty annoying. You know, that would almost be like a form of torture, just hearing one continuous note. But for some, even uh, continuing continual silence can be torturous. You know, peace, precious mind. So you know, there's that off and on, or that duality, and that and that contrasting syncopation to everything in life. You know, whether it's masculine, feminine, positive, negative, um, electric and magnetic. You know, or again, mystical and abstract. So there always has to be, you know, that balance. Um, at least we should be striving for that balance um, whenever we can. So anyway, so what I wanted to, to kind of just touch on as far as you getting into this place, this series of just commanding your day. And, and like I said yesterday, I think to some level it's also like commanding your season because it's not like the things that I'm sharing, you know, they have a 24-hour expiration date on you know, these are principles that you can use to begin to command and direct and conduct your entire life experience, you know? Um, so one of the important things is like when we look at creation, and sometimes you hear me speak about creation versus making, right? So straight up and simple, just to give you a start, we were all created spiritually. We, we were created by a spiritual being or an energetic breath, the wind being, um, that was our, our first creation. So everything that you have has a counterpart in the spiritual. So you have a spiritual arm, you have a spiritual nose, you have spiritual lips, you have spiritual ears. Um, but most importantly, out of all of those things, you have a spiritual mind. So you have a spiritual mind and then you have what, what came later, which was your natural birth, right? So you were first created in the womb of your of your celestial creator um or of your heavenly father right which is a great way to put it right um just follow me because I, I know sometimes when you guys hear certain phrasing it triggers you but that's because you know you never understood what was being said to you and you don't understand it now so when like people have said that before to me like oh when i when i just hear certain words like salvation or Christ or the Bible, I don't know, it just takes me back to a place, but you were never really in that place, so don't worry about that, you were never there, okay, um, <laughs> a lot of people think that they were Christians who never were Christians, a lot of people think that they were in the church and they never were in the church, you know, or, or the ecclesiastical, you know, so when you hear certain terms, see, that's a part of the mind game that was played on you, you know, um, you've now developed these trauma triggers to, to something that actually you revealed first. It's always important to understand that 
you know, that Coptic system or that Gnostic system was revealed in Africa first. Then it was revealed in Europe. It wasn't that the Europeans came to the continent with Bibles like, here, you don't know about this. It was revealed in Africa first, then taken to Europe. I'm going to repeat that. Christianity was revealed in Africa. Then the Europeans got to Africa. That's not how it happened. Okay? So, sometimes we get triggered by things that we don't understand. Right? Now, I'm not advocating that you all become Christians. That's not what I'm talking about. In fact, I'm advocating that you do not become a Christian. All right? So just to be real clear on, on what I'm saying, you do not become a Christian. That's what I'm saying. But when you hear certain terms and you're triggered, you have to understand that what you learned before in those places was not even was not even Christianity. Even if it could have been, it wasn't even that. Right? Um, so when you hear me say words and it feels like it's taking you back to the church, just understand that it's taking you back to that social experience of the church. But um, for you to get real clear on something, um, the word church comes from the word circle, right? It's, it's actual origins, it's etymological origins. And circle actually gives birth to the word peace, peace, Baba Vermont. Um, circle gives, yeah, I called you Baba. You ain't got no children. Maybe you do. Maybe somebody's pregnant, you know. Um, but um, church or, or circle gives birth to the word that we know as today as circus. So the word church, the word circle, and the word circus are actually the same exact word. Now you might just think that that's an odd or funny coincidence, but it's a, it's a purposeful and deliberate coincidence that the circus and the church were the same exact thing. That's why when you go to the circus, it's, it's a circle. And then at the center of the circus, you have the ringmaster or the pastor. And then putting on a show for everyone, Right? At another time but let's just say most of you grew up in the circus you didn't grow up in the ecclesiastical you grew up in the circus so when you hear certain terms it brings you back to your circle mentality or your circus mentality but it doesn't bring you to a high order mentality if I say a word like resurrection or revive or restoration or salvation the game that's been played on you is that it will take you to a place that it shouldn't. It will take you to the circus. Because what they did, just like I said, with the whole revealing of, of, of those scriptures, this isn't even what today's segment is about, by the way. <laughs> Peace, Jonathan. Um, this is just like a disclaimer, just so you know. So, I mean, yeah, take this in too, but this is actually the disclaimer for the actual topic. Um, but that's the trick that's been played. You know, that's the trick that's been played. Um, it's like sometimes you present natural food in front of somebody and they'll say like, oh man, I don't, I don't mess with those green drinks and stuff like that, man. Last time I ate something like that, it had me on the toilet. Good. <laughs> that means it was helping your body to purge itself of stuff that had no business being there, right? It was purging you, but you saw it as something else. So now you've created this stigma for something that you really are supposed to have, you know? Um... Or maybe you didn't really get a green drink. Maybe you was like drinking one of them bolt houses or something like that. You know, something that was pasteurized. It's not really healthy anyway, just because, you know, it has a picture of a farm on it doesn't mean that it's organic. Right. So with that being said, going back to the actual topic. So what I was saying was that you have a celestial creation, right, that happens that, that's born of your celestial father. Now, understand what I'm saying? And then you have an earthly birthing that comes from your earthly mother. So you have a celestial or heavenly father and you have an earthly mother. Okay? So what happens is that your earthly mother or matter gives you matter. Gives you a physical, you know, gives you a physical being. And your celestial father gives you a spiritual game. And sometimes there's a challenge with those two because 
they're, they're walking on the same path. Well, you want them to walk on the same path. Hopefully, they're walking on the same path together. But one is an aging person, and the other one is a baby. So one just wants what it wants, and the other one is trying to get what it needs. You see? Um, so there's a challenge that, that exists there. And what happens is where your your human brain or your human yeah, your mind is popping up. Your human never mind it. Y'all probably heard that one. Yeah. Um your human brain or your human mind is was originally designed in that it was originally designed to serve as a tool for your spirit. Your human brain and human mind now begins to become a weapon against your spirit. So your earthly manifestation now begins to weaponize itself against your spiritual or your heavenly or your celestial body or your celestial creation, right? Whereas, peace, Brittany, by the way, <laughs> whereas your, um, your human appendages are supposed to be servants. Right, but this this is where everything gets twisted, and this is one of the reasons why we can't get our relationships to work right because everything is supposed to mirror something, right? So that the the creation in the heavens comes first, the creation on the earth, or, or not the creation, the birthing on the earth comes second, right? So the birthing on the of the on the earth is supposed to follow the dictum of the creation in heaven, right? So this is. The woman follows the man. This is this is our system. This is my culture. Now you might say I don't believe in that. You're entitled to believe what you believe, right? Um, you're on this channel to understand what I know, or to get some some light from what I know. Your belief has nothing to do with anything that I ever care about ever in life until the day I die. I don't care nothing about what you believe in. Right, unless I'm taking in knowledge from you. If I'm taking in knowledge, then I'm gonna try to find out what you believe in. But that's not what this is, right? So before you know, <laughs> before this thing, like Aretha Franklin said, you better think, <laughs> think. All right, so that's the order of things, right? The masculine leads, the feminine follows. The masculine gives. Um, the, the conscious stimulus or the spirit stimulus and the feminine provides the material or the matter, right? Um, so one is the master and one is the servant, plain and simple, right? Now, what happens in this mirrors, remember everything that happens on a celestial level will mirror things that happen on a human level and vice versa. So what happens eventually? Well, your spirit or your celestial mind will tell you, this is what we're here to do. This is what we're going to get done. We'll do what's rule. Let's, let's, let's get to work. And your human mind will, you sure about that? You know, he's Alex. You know, you, you sure that's really what we're going to do? I don't, I don't know. That doesn't, that, doesn't, that doesn't sound right. That doesn't feel right. I don't think you're capable of doing that. You see, or I'm tired. I don't, I, don't, I don't feel like doing all that, right? So, or, or the human mind, what, it's, what it seeks to do is it seeks to have an understanding of, a full understanding of the spiritual mind before it goes into action. Now, this is common in relationships. Remember, everything is everything. Everything gets mirrored. How many times have you women said that I don't have a problem following a plan if I understand it? What are we doing? Explain to me what we're what we're doing. What's happening here? Right now, you, that may feel right to you, but it's actually wrong. Um, since when does the servant ever get an opportunity to demand answers of the master? And I know, I know, I know, master. But again, I will reiterate: I don't care what you believe. That's it. <laughs> no explanation needed. I don't care what you believe. Okay. So some people have ears to hear and eyes to see. And I can say something like that. And they're like, yeah, got it. And then others are, 
Oh no, he did. You know, got the hands on the hips and all that. You're lost. You know, have an opportunity to to be found, or you can continue to stay lost. What, what do you want me to do, man? Come on. I don't. I don't love you like that. I love. You. I love some of you a little bit, but I don't love you like that. You know. So either you get it or you don't get it. That's all. All right. So with that being said, um, so there's a there's a there's a thing that ha happens inside of us. So we're, we're talking about what what projects out into the world. You know, peace, shade. Um, but we're also speaking about what happens internally. Where there's that rebellion, that internal rebellion. See, a lot of times when people read different scriptures and different spiritual information, again, the, the first idea is to project it outward. You read about Atlantis, you project it. You read about Lemuria, you project it. You read about the, the, Palladian, the Palladian agenda, you project it. Everything that you read, um, you read about ancient Sumeria and, and, and you know, and, and Akkadians, and it's, right? And instead of trying to go inward and see, like, okay, this is a journey of, of certain archetypes, or this is a journey of the soul, this is a spiritual journey of a people, and let me understand how that journey is still happening, because, again, in that spiritual atmosphere, that is spiritual arena, there is no concept of time. So, therefore, if I'm reading a creation story, I'm reading the now-time creation, I'm not reading... You know, when do we pinpoint when did creation happen? Now. It happened now. You know, and that's the thing. You 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 can receive your power from your knowledge and your connection and your affiliation with the inner mind, right? And a lot of us, we start to crustate ourselves on the outer mind. That's where we seek to find all of our knowledge, even... Um, those of us who go to school and we get certain degrees and we say, okay, well, based on this degree now, I'm educated. So because I'm educated, I have now empowered myself in this world through education. But you see, that's, <laughs> that's just wrong. <laughs> uh, it just doesn't work like that. Alex Legant, peace. I'm not answering questions like that. This is not a, uh, this is not that. All right. Um, so maybe somebody else in the chat will want to answer the, the correlation between Rosh Hashanah and Ephah. But when we're doing the dawning devotionals, um, that's exactly what it is. It's to inspire you and it's to, to help you command your day. But it's not a uh, it's not a it's not a class type of form where I'm going to be answering questions. And the reason I have to say that, too, is because if I answer your question, which I ain't going to do anyway, I don't, I don't even want to. But if I answer your question and everybody else going to start peppering me with questions. And then they're gonna miss the whole point of what I what I say. So half the time when it becomes like that, I might as well just sit here like this and just look at the chat and wait for the questions to come in. Because you ain't listening to a damn thing I'm saying anyway. You see what I'm saying? So I tend to uh segment when there's teaching from when there's this and when there's that. So this is not that, right? Um and that's just I'm telling you just because everybody else needs to know too, right? Peace, Miss Cindy Jones. All right, so um, this this is how it works, right? Peace, Baba Uchu. This is how it works. So when you receive that first created mind, right, that first celestial mind, which is the core of your creation, because remember, everything happens in the spiritual, and then through word sound, there's a formation of something, and through that word sound and that formation, objects are placed where you want them to be. That's an important part. Please don't forget what I just said. See, when you're creating through sound and you're creating through word just like you said oh you like the music in the back it's real smooth right the music in the back it sends you and it places you sound and word places categorizes and positions no different than saying hey you go over there you come here you position over there that's how creation happens so creation just isn't the, or, or the production, the manifestation, just isn't a verbal forming of something and something now forming and taking shape, but it's also allocating and locating something on a, on a, on a grid, okay? That's very important for you to understand. So what happens is this, because we have this um, original celestial creation, 
right? And I told you it's gonna be a little bit of, you know, metaphysics in this, but I'm gonna I'm 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 keep it practical because um, I, I want you to be able to use it right away. I don't want you to be have your head all up in the clouds and, you know, be pontificating on, you know, a whole bunch of useless stuff. Not useless, but, you know, impractical stuff. So, what happens is this. Um, there's a, there's a celestial creation, and we're then put into this earthly domain through words out, right? Now, you now have, like Emmanuel, like Bob Emmanuel, you now have the created deity now moving and functioning inside of a, uh, a restrictive human environment, right? So how is that created deity able to cope with being in such a restricted environment. Well, the way that that created deity is able to, pro to cope is that that created deity is given authority over that environment. That's its coping mechanism. It's celestial authority. So it's like, well, damn, you know, I got to be around all, all these beasts, but at least I, I get to have authority over these beasts where I can, on some level, author and create what the, what the reality is going to be. If I couldn't do that, it would just be torturous. It would just be like being in jail, you know, where I have no kind of authority to do anything. So that's how the creator or your God copes with being a human. It's given celestial authority through that celestial mind, right? So what happens when that lower order human mind decides it wants to buck back against that authority? See, now you have internal rebellion, you see. Um, and, of course, that's that's mirrored throughout the planet. We just have people who are just completely rebellious um, and standing against divine authority. So that's why if I say something that's speaking to... That's how you always know someone has been enchanted or beguiled. And enchanted is an important word. It's an important word for you to understand and know. But that's how you always know that someone has been enchanted and beguiled by lower order familiar spirits. Because once you start speaking higher order, they usually like will figure out a way to, to shut you out. You know, and I mean literally shut you out. Like it could be a, a video, it could be a podcast, and they immediately want to turn it off. You know, or it could be a show you're watching or something, and somebody comes and I'm gonna turn this off. <laughs> That's how, that's, that's one of the clues that you know that someone has been enchanted, you know, because a lot of times when we look at like, oh, you're under a spell, unfortunately, we don't always look at it in the sense of like, we think of a, you know, we, or we look at mind control and we look at mind control kind of as a thing where it's like, you know, it's almost like forced on a person. Like it's almost like water torture, torture while they're, they're pouring things into a person's mind, but it doesn't really work like that. It works through enchantment. And sometimes um, we're enchanted by the most beautiful things or sometimes the things that people tell us. You know, I know, like, because for many years, I, I only wore African prints for a long, for long, 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 long time. You know, like, T-shirts and stuff, I just started getting into. Um, but whenever I would present myself like that and walk down the street, there was always a lot of... Um, salutation I used to receive. You know, even on the continent. You know, I'd walk down the street, people, oh, you look like a chief. You look like a chief. You know, but here, you know, sisters would always be like, oh, wow, that's a beautiful outfit. That's beautiful what you got on. You look so, you look so regal. You look, you know, like, da, 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 da. So you get a lot of that, right? Now, I could have taken that, that praise and now sculpted or taken on an identity based on that praise. Well, I am regal because I look regal. So I must be regal, you know. And that's the, the human mind now being enchanted into a certain personality, right? So that's a form of mind control. But it's lower mind control. Whereas the higher mind is sitting back like, what? <laughs> like, are you crazy? No. You know, you, you about to, you, you about to, th that's going off the deep end. You about to go off the deep end. That's not it, Right. That's not what that's not what signifies your royalty. That's not what signifies your reality because you could put on a print 
and it matches well with your skin and it looks good on you and the way you walk and move. And people say, oh, you look like a king or you look like a queen or you look like a princess or prince. But that's not it, right? So that's a form of enchantment. Um, so what happens a lot of times, the lower mind gets enchanted. And once it gets enchanted, it becomes rebellious and adversarial to your, your first mind, your original mind. So that authority that's supposed to be there is constantly questioned and bucked at. To, there's almost like, to eventually there's a separate, not a divorce, but there's a separation. Well, you do your thing, I'm going to do my thing. Right? Now, what happens when the lower mind starts saying, well, I'm going to do my thing? Well, that's when the lower mind now says, um, I'm not religious, I'm spiritual. That becomes one of those kind of people. Now, you might be saying, well, you're saying we should be religious? Just follow along and you just, just follow me. Right? Nine times out of ten, when somebody tells you that they're spiritual, what it really means is that they're rebellious. What it really means is that what they're saying is, I don't, I'm not listening to anybody. I'm listening to myself, and I want what I want. See, that's when you have the adult living with the child. You see, so, yeah, I do divination. I do rituals. I do, well, what is the compass that you use to determine what you should be divining about or what you should be doing ritual for well, I just, I listen to my Ori. I listen to my ancestors. That's an enchanted lower order mind. And I know that might, that might sound crazy to you. This is a man who's been teaching ancestors and Ori for years, but I've been teaching it within allocation. Remember when the breath of life is, is breathed out and things are formed and created, they're put into position along with their creation. Everything doesn't just sit and it's in, in one space. It doesn't just all occupy the same space. There's a hierarchy to things. You see? So I may teach you about a tree, but I ain't never going to tell you to pray to a tree. I may tell you to rejoice and glorify and what put that spirit in the tree. So just like when I'm walking down a block and someone says, wow, you look so regal, you look so this or that. I'm rejoicing in what made me regal, not what made me look regal to the physical eye. That's an after effect. You see, I'm looking, I'm, I'm rejoicing in, wow, man, the creator really, really, you know, gave me an authority over this place. The creator really made something great in me and thank the creator. You see, in Ephah, we speak about that when a divination is done and the Ephah is good for someone. The person is, you know, it talks about in the Pataki, the person praises the Babalao and and the Babalao praises, praises. There's a science in that. It's showing you that it's always, you always push your, your acknowledgement and your attention to the source as opposed to you praise me and I, well, I'm going to keep that. That's mine. I'm not, shoot. That's all me. Now, what does that create? That creates a type of leadership or the type of teachers and enchanters that tell you things like this. You get into an organization and, and they're teaching you some kind of, some kind of uh, information and they don't want you to learn anything else, right? Or they don't want to reveal to you where they're getting what they're getting, what they're getting from, right? You know, and sometimes you, like, sometimes people ask me to ask me questions like, you know, I'll teach something. You're like, wow, chief, where you get that? The dictionary. <laughs> Sometimes I just, I just look the word up. It's a dictionary. And they don't believe me, but it's because I have a certain kind of insight that's been developed in me because of my relationship with the creator. So the longer you walk and move with the creator, the sharper and keener that creative mind is. So I might look at a dictionary or an encyclopedia or a movie and be able to break down things that you may not see but I'm not but I'm not playing the game with you when I say no, I really just watched the movie. Like that's all I had. You know, um or I re or I reference you to something or whatever. And it's something that will develop in you too, because that, that same spirit has already been established in you, but now the activating and, and the lighting of it can be poured out into you too, right? But again, it, it all depends on what mind is servant to what. If you are trying to learn these things because you want to glorify yourself, then your lower order mind is the master now. So you're never gonna, you're never gonna really learn these deeper truths ever. 
And you're never going to really have authority over your life. You're never really going to have authority over your environment because that lower order mind has no authority. It, it can present the illusion of authority, but it has no real power, has no real authority. Its greatest power is submission to the higher order mind. That's the best thing it can do. Just like a woman in a relationship, her greatest power is submission, not rebellion. Not, I, I'm going to do it the way I want to do it. And I, okay. And watch how that weakens you. And then two years from now, you'll be getting a reading, complaining and crying about how you have to be the man. I have to be the man because, you know, I was forced to be the man and, and I don't like it. I don't like having to make all the decisions. I don't like always having to figure things out. Or, you listen to that. Feel weak now, huh? Feel weak, don't you? Yeah. That's what happens when you step outside. You know, because the world will constantly, and enchanting spirits will constantly show you things that you're not to be, sh you're not supposed to be shown the way you're getting it. I want you to understand that. Um, for example, I can take a child, or, or I, I can. I can give a child a smartphone and put no restrictions on it and say, hey, if you want to go look up some porno, go ahead and look up some porno so you can learn about sex. Now, what happens in that moment? Well, they learn about it in the wrong way, right? Um, or I could say, tell you what, let's let's have a talk. Let's sit down. When I, you know, when I get home from work, we're going to build and I'm going to, I'm going to teach you the science and the metaphysics of, of intercourse, right? So they're getting into contact with, but a lot of times we don't understand that we're supposed to have an emissary on certain journeys. When a child learns about sex, they're supposed to have the emissary and an ambassador of their parent there to not only explain it, but to also buffer whatever the shock of that experience may be. Now, when you're dealing with an enchanting spirit, the enchanting spirit says, I'll, I'll, I'll teach you everything. I'll give you everything. You're ready for it. You can take me. You see, that's one of the things that you know. So even as leadership, you may say, I, I got this from here. I got that from here. But certain things you may not teach because it's not time to walk a person through that. Or they haven't developed a close enough relationship with their creator in order to go through that path or go through that way. You know, and that's not just initiation. That's why so many of you get initiated and still have very basic questions. Because you got enchanted by greedy Baba bread. Oh, I'm going to open up the mystery. Why? I, you're going to open up the mystery? Mysteries that you didn't even establish? Oh, that sounds kind of weird. You know, is it time for those mysteries to be open? Should I, should I know those things right now? Um... Is my relationship with the creator strong enough that even in knowing those things, um, it's not going to drive me insane? You see, these are, these are things that don't really come up in conversation, unfortunately. Um, so what I'm speaking about in a nutshell is what mind becomes your mastermind, you see? What mind becomes your mastermind? Is it your birth mind, the one that you received from, from your mother, the latent mind? Or is it your celestial mind, the one that you received from your pater, pater, you know, that I'm Putin, the one who was actually sculpting a celestial mind? You know, which one are you going to move with? Because one will keep you in, in circles of despair. One will keep you in circles of, of ego. One will put you in a place where you can't move anything around you. Now, what does that mean? Sometimes we're in situations, man, or we're confronted with certain energies that we need to push up away from us. And we'll move around with that. You know, and we don't really have the authority to do that. Like, you know, um... <laughs> And I've had this said to me before. I've had people tell me, like, the devil's a liar. Uh, Satan, get behind me. You know, like, when I'm trying to explain things. <laughs> I 
I mean, I like Christians say that too, you know, when I'm breaking things down, you know, devil's lying, you know, you know, um, whatever. Like, you don't even know what the hell devil is. You over there in church giving your money to a devil every goddamn Sunday. You ain't even going there on the right goddamn day. <laughs> How about that one? <laughs> and you worshiping the sun. That's why you go on Sundays. You know, damn uh, Vatican tricked you into sun worship. Just like that. Just like that. Sun worship from the Vatican. Signed, sealed, delivered. Satan, they're yours. <laughs> so, you know, I've had that said to me before. But the truth is, you don't have any authority to move me because of the mind that you're functioning from. So if you're functioning from that higher creative mind, now, just, just like Adom was able to name the animals. And when you name, what that meant in the Hebrew was not just that, oh, you're a goat, you're a giraffe. You're, it, it wasn't that. When you name something, you, you, you provide its description. Okay, so he was, by naming certain things, he was able to say, this is, this is how you're going to move through the planet. This is what you're going to be. And this is where you fall in the hierarchy on the planet, right? Because he was, at that time, he was functioning from a, a celestial mind, right? Or they were. Because, you know, Adon wasn't one person. But right? So, um, so now, let's, let's take it to today. Because remember, there's no, there's, no, there's no time in that space, right? So we're talking about, if Adon was told to name the animal, that means we're told to do the same thing. And sometimes that animal may be your own internal animal form. You know, um, even when you when you look at um, modern psychology, and there's certain terminology and there's certain um, words that are used, you know, like people always talk about the DSM-5, you know, there's certain manuals that are used to describe um, illnesses and sicknesses and things like that. But based on whose mind are you describing that? So today, you can tell me something is a sickness, and then tomorrow you'll tell me it's not a sickness, based on how you name it. Because through your naming of it, you now describe it and place it within the pantheon. You see? So when something is coming to you that you don't want in your life, diabetes, high blood pressure, uh, sickle cell anemia, how do you get it and push it out of your cipher? You push it out of your cipher through the use of the celestial mind, not through the, through the use of the lower order human mind. The only way you can move things out is through is, is, is connecting with that, that first created mind. Because why? The first created mind gives you authority, author, authority, father, gives you authority over mother, matter. You see? So the author mind has authority over the matter mind. The matter mind then channels that through to all the shapes and the matter on the planet. But you have to do it from the father, author, authority mind first. So a lot of times we're not able to command, like, you know, the series we're talking about commanding the day. A lot of times we're not able to command the day because we're not speaking from proper authority. Right, we're, we're speaking from lower order reaction and, and, and um, effect, but we're not speaking from the causation mind. You see, so it's just an important thing to kind of think of. And, and sometimes, like I said, sometimes we've been enchanted away from that mind because we want what we want. You know, we want what we want. And I'm going to get into that. You know, I had a whole presentation I was going to do. I keep kicking this chair in front of me. I got my, my phone sitting on this chair. I'm sorry to keep shaking. <laughs> I just realized what I've been doing the whole time. And maybe it's not. I got the stabilizer on, but I, I, I'm kicking out. Like a little child, I'm kicking my feet out. <laughs> and I keep hitting the chair. So if it, if it shook, I apologize. Let me, let me lean forward like a concerned adult. You know. Um, so, yeah, what begins to happen in that sense is... Um, we get caught in cycles of enchantment. Like I said, I was going to do a whole presentation on morals over mysticism. And that's coming. I just, um, I don't know how I'm going to do it yet. But I'm going to just do a podcast or do like a video or something. I, I don't know. You know, I, I'll get to it when I, <laughs> when I get to it. But I can just tell you that that's a huge problem. Man. That's a huge problem. I want what I want. You know, okay, no, 
Um, I want what I want, and there's always something here that's going to satisfy what you want. That's the that's that's the trick bag. That's the trick bag that we get caught up in, as opposed to recognizing that everything that I came with is a spiritual tool. It's not a weapon. You know that's why in, in, in a lot of different martial arts systems we bow. You know with that that bowing that represents is I'm 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 breaking the weapon. You know like. My body is a weapon, but here, I'm showing you respect by bowing, you know, and, and, and giving you that respect like I can break the weapon, you know. So the body is a, is a tool, but at the same time, it, the first mind devoted and dedicated it to be a, a, a spiritual tool, not just something that weaponizes us and always causes us to get off the path of something that's a constant and forever antagonist against what it is that we're supposed to do. And sadly, for many of us, that's what it's become. You know, that's what it's become. You know, um, that's why when you read in the Anu way, and I'm going to get out of here soon. I'm not going to tie it. We're going in too much. Um, there's a section on movement that I have in there, right? Because movement is critical. And one of the, the great things you can always do, and, and our brother Charles, he spoke about this once. He didn't really speak about it. He mentioned it in passing, but I remembered it. Um... Peace, brother Eddie Moon. Uh, he spoke about how he listens to podcasts and things like that when he's in the gym. Well, I don't think he's in the gym anymore because when, when Charles first came in, he was he was yacked. He was yacked up. He's small now. He don't think I noticed it. I noticed he ain't he ain't even working out anymore. But when he first came in, you know, he he was yacked up. Um, but like he said, you know, I used to listen to podcasts and things like that while I was you know, working out, you know, and that's an important thing, you know, you're feeding the mind, you're feeding the body, but what are you feeding the body with? You're feeding the body with the instructions of the mind. So if I'm, if I'm affirming, or I'm listening to a podcast that's, you know, maybe speaking about me being a better father or being a better mate or, or being a better chief or whatever, and I'm working out at the same time, then now I'm programming my body for that particular purpose. You see, so if I'm, doing some knuckle push-ups or I'm doing some pull-ups. Whatever it is that I'm doing is for the glory of that purpose. So therefore, the body will begin to form and shape around that. You see, that's why you'll see sometimes people who choose to, to live certain sex styles, their bodies start to formulate around that sex style. You see, because they're, they're programming the body. They've been enchanted with that. And they now are programming the matter of the body with that. Remember, it's just like a woman. She can be programmed with the conscious thoughts that you place inside of a man. You know, that's why I always tell brothers, your woman has a bad personality, just give her another one. You don't have to you don't have to get rid of her, just give her a new personality, right? Put a new spirit into her. You know, but but if her personality sucks, it's probably because of what you dumping off, what you offloading into her. You come home angry for work and then you want to have angry sex. And then you wonder why she's, you know, nagging you and, and all the time. And not to, I'm not trying to, you know, take it off or off, you know, the accountability off, off of a woman or anything like that. But sometimes it's not her. Sometimes it's, it's, it's you, you know. Um, she is your reflection after all. <laughs> um, but anyway, you know, I digress. So, yeah, man, I just want you to start getting into that concept of mastering your mind, you know. Good dawning from Louisiana. Well, good good dawning on back to you, Olga Jim, Jimalaya. Yeah, good dawning on back to you, Louisiana. One of one of a place that I love so very much. I, lo I love that state, man. You know, that's a cool state. I like Louisiana. Not New Orleans is alright, but too much slave energy there. But I, I like I like Louisiana as a state in general, man. Got some some really cool, uh, you know little crannies, nooks and crannies <laughs> in Louisiana. But, uh, yeah, anyway, good morning, Miss B from Barbados. All the Bajans up in the house. Uh-oh. You know, Bajans are a different kind of breed of people. They're different. <laughs> you know, Barbados. Yeah, yeah, peace, peace, peace. All the way over to you in Barbados. <laughs> But yeah, man, you know, um, what I've been noticing too, I just want to say this before I go, um, maybe it'll be the last thing. You know, I always say that. And they'd be like, oh, another thing. 
you have been sharing these videos, which is great, man. I just want to say thank you. Um, uh, and the reason I know is because I'm getting like all these, like between Facebook and, and, and stuff, not really so much. I, I haven't really been on IG since they had me locked down. But I'm um, getting like all these new people have been like, oh, so-and-so shared your video, your donning videos with me. Thank you so much. You know, so um, that's cool, man. I, I guess it's it's been very helpful for you and for people who you who you know, your friends or whatever like that, man. So I just wanted to say thank you, man, because um, I ain't going to share with them. <laughs> I haven't even been posting these on my Facebook wall. Um, so, uh, oh, St. Croix, our mother's way. St. Croix, all right. All the dreamers are with me. Because you know everybody from the islands is a dreamer. You know that. When you're surrounded by all that water, you can't do nothing but else but but dream. You know, those those are where your master dreamers are, are, are in those islands, man. They, they, you think I can dissect a dream? I ain't, I ain't doing nothing, you know. Um, been hitting me with that constant Zarabanda for the last few dawnings. Good. Zarabanda's a hot energy. Zarabanda heats things up, man. Zarabanda is a hot, hot, hot energy. You um, you put that uh, you put that eshu, and you put ogun together, and you got Zarabanda, you know. So that's good. But um, yeah, man. So I, I just really wanted to to kind of share that, and you know, it's something that I notice has been a stumbling block for a lot of folks. That's when you know that you are off. I'm not sure what y'all talking about, but <laughs> yeah, I'm jumping in and out. But uh, you know, it's just something I wanted to kind of add to the to your repertoire of things that you may be. Oh, when you stop dreaming, um, maybe not. Dreaming is tricky, brother Cruz, because dreams can be good. Don't get me wrong; it's it's a tricky thing. But technically, when you're dreaming, you are technically not resting. So it, it can kind of go both ways. You know, like, yeah, you, your dream wakes you up in the last couple of minutes of, of, your, uh, of your sleep. But some people are like excessive dreamers. You know, like when you, when you wake up and you're like, man, I had a dream like this. Especially if it's a traumatic dream, you know, then it's like you weren't really resting. And that's, if you notice, whenever you have a traumatic dream, you never wake up feeling rested. Ever. You know what I mean? So, um, it can, it can go both ways. You know, I'm not saying dreaming is bad or anything like that, but um, it can kind of it can kind of go both ways. Some people don't dream; they just don't dream. You know, and and it's 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 not a bad thing per se. But you'll find that um, in these end time experiences, that dreams are a bit more common. You know, because a lot of people, you know, the, the beauty of that creator and that creative mind that I spoke about earlier. I don't hear any more rain. Yeah, I think I think all right. I might be able to hit the park and uh, get some movement. In. I I had to get money in the house earlier. Now, you know, I don't really like getting money. Getting money in the house. Um, getting money means movement. For those of you who don't don't know the terminology. So like, if you if you if you working out, if you doing your aerobics, your African dance. Um, you're doing your stretching, your Pilates, uh, your shadow boxing, your skipping rope, you know, your cardio works at workouts, your calisthenics or whatever. That's that's all getting money. You're getting money. You know, that, that's what it's, it's called in, in some spaces. And if you came up in like New York area, like, you know, when we used to work out in the park, because I used to be heavy, heavy into calisthenics when I was younger. You know, I was in the park every night. But I used to go like at 2 a.m., 1 a.m., 2 a.m., nobody's in the park. But there'd always be like some um, uh, drug addicts, <laughs> we'll say that, would always be in the park, man. I used to have these two, they used to always, man, they used to make my workout so hard. I'd be up there on, get, doing my dips, you know, or, or, or doing my pull-ups. And they'd be like, yeah, yeah. And they always had a paper bag. <laughs> Oh man, they had a paper bags. They'd be like, "Yeah, get money, get money." That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, get money. And then they'd be like, "All right, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, come on, three more. Give me three more. Make it look easy." And these were like my coaches, man. You know, oh, give thanks, Michelle. 
You know, these would be like my coaches. You know, and they'd be like, yeah, get the money. Get money. All right, all right, I see you. I see you. I see you. Get money. Get money. All right, double time it. Double time it. And I'd be like, double time I'm sitting here listening to these two crackheads. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but those, was, those was my workout coaches, you know, back, at, back in the 90s, man. I'd be in the park. They'd be there every night. Every night, hot. Every single night, man. Zooted out their minds. Hot. You know, it's, yeah, yeah, all right, all right, I see you, baby. I see you, baby. You came to get money, right? You can, all right, I see you, baby. Yeah, 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 okay, okay. Hitting them with the wide grips. Be calling out my whole routine. You know, that's back before smartphones, man, you know, so people wasn't filming stuff like that, you know, back in the days. But, yeah, that used to be funny stuff. Then they hit me with that double time, double time, double time. Am <laughs> I stupid behind sitting there listening? You see, I'll tell you about <laughs> that lower mind is very easy to control. You know what I mean? That's two crackheads over there making me freaking <laughs> destroy my body. <laughs> Working out, 2 o'clock in the morning. But, uh, yeah, that was a regular. That one went on for a long time. They, like, man, at least about a, almost a year. So I used to go every night, every night, go in and, you know, get that stress up off me. You know what I mean? And plus, because I don't sleep much. I never really slept much. So, you know, at night I'll be up. I'm hit the park. 1 a.m., 2 a.m., whatever. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You know, get, get get some money real quick, you know? And they be right out there. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. You late, baby. You late, baby. You supposed to be here. Uh, where you was at? What was you doing, baby? All right. Then they want to borrow money. Yo, brother, you got 69 cents? Always some funny number. 69 cents. What you going to do with this? I just want to get something to drink. That's all. I just want to get something to drink. I just need 69 cents. But anyway, man, uh, yeah, so I'm going to see if I can go get some money, you know, um, a little later. But that's that's the important thing, man. You got to feed the body with that higher consciousness, you know, and a lot of times it's good if you're getting your movements in while at the same time, while you're taking in certain certain information or, or taking in certain affirmations, you know, um, one that works really well for me, uh, you could try. It depends on what you need. Right, um, I tell myself I love myself while I, while I'm doing um, certain movements. You know, I love myself. And um, where are you located? All over. I hover between earth and heaven. You know, looking for whom I might devour. But um, but yeah, you know, sometimes you need certain things drilled in. You know, and you know. It's, it's hard sometimes to do longer affirmations. You might not be able to, like, skip rope and do the 42 declarations of my eye. <laughs> you know, that might be difficult for you. But, you know, you can tell yourself you love yourself. So sometimes even, like, if you're doing something that there's a lot of exertion associated with it, and you're like, man, why am I doing this? I Like, I don't feel like doing this. You know, um, yeah, Partal is, he's, he's, he's rough dude, right? You know, that's a video I shared with the brothers. Um, no, that was a serious answer, workouts guy. You know, um, you can always, there's links in the video descriptions and stuff and my social media. You know, we got people in Toronto. <laughs> OMG. Oh, God, you one of them people. You an OMG person? Okay. Well, LOL. And WTF. Wide the face. All right. But anyway, you know, what you could do is you could do, um, short, Short workout. Come on, you gonna keep asking where I where I'm at? Workout, Scott? What the hell? What are you, the feds? Y'all already know where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, Logan. You Logan's in Toronto. You, you y'all y'all Toronto it up. Damn man. That's some. You keep drilling on on that man. God damn. Anyway, so yeah, uh, just tell yourself you love yourself. You know what I mean? When you when you working out and everything, you love yourself, or, or whatever little kind of short affirmations you need. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah, um, <laughs> everyone enjoy your day and keep an eye on workout guy. Workout guy asks some, some real kind of snitchy, kind of snitchy kind of questions. Where you at? No, I'm saying though, like, what, what, what kind of car you drive? Like. What, what, what side is the ignition on on the car? Like, is it the left or right? Like, you know, if someone was gonna like wire a bomb to your thing, 
It's a simple question. I'm genuinely interested in meeting. I just told you there's people in, 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 first of all, don't say it's a simple question on my live. Like, first of all, don't even, you might need to get the F out of here. Don't say it's a simple question, all right? First of all, you asked me where I'm at. I told you where I'm at. Then you said, no, seriously. I don't want to tell you where I'm at. Plus, and you're, you're, an, you're a faceless avatar on YouTube. Then somebody says, yo, I'm in Toronto. Where are you at? And you still going. Maybe you just need to, 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 to kick rocks, man. Like, relax with all of that. Obviously, I'm not going to tell you where I'm at, man. So, so chill. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, just or link with, with Logan. What the hell? You know what I'm saying? It's internet stuff, man. That's why I don't... Y'all gonna make me stop doing this. All right, let me get up out of here, man, before I say something crazy. Because I got a lot of, you know, older, distinguished people who watch my channel, man. I don't want them to... <laughs> Start thinking I'm a heathen or something like that, man. But, goddamn. <laughs> well, yeah, just, you know, just short affirmations. I see y'all y'all picking up on it. You know, I love myself. I respect myself because what happens is you, you you start to you start to tap into who myself is, right? So, like when you're doing something and you start wondering, wondering, um, like, why am I doing this? Like, damn, you know, I oh, this hurts. So this is this is exhausting or whatever. You know, when you're doing them diamonds. You know, I respect myself. I'm a divine creation. That might even be too long. I'm divine. You see? And you just, you, you, you drill it into, into your, your muscles. You drill it into your muscles. You know? So even when you're feeling that soreness, because you got to realize that's an ebo. When we're giving caloric heat, we might burn a candle and we might have a certain intention that we put on our shrine so we light a candle. Or even when you're doing a physical ebo, there's a lot of heat when you're doing ebos, right? So you can generate a similar kind of heat through your actual movements, whether you're running or you're skipping rope or you're jogging, whatever it is, but you are generating, you're like a candle. You're generating a lot of, a lot of caloric heat. So just same way you would light a candle and you would say affirmations over it, you can heat yourself up and say affirmations over the heating up of your own self. Again, your body is a spiritual tool for... Oh, I'm sorry, I'm kicking the chair. <laughs> I just saw it jittering. Sorry about that. Your body is a spiritual tool. And once you see it as such, then you'll start to tune in more to your purpose and where that takes you. All right. The rain is, is gone. And, uh, you know, I can still see clear. So um, I'm going to try to go get some money real quick uh, because today is crazy hectic for me. And then uh, Sabat at sundown. So I get the rest, you know, for a nice little 24 um, hours, you know. Um, yeah, I get the rest for I'm, I'm, I'm going to <laughs> look at the chat for a minute because I want to answer that. Yeah, but I'm messing with you workouts, guys. You know, relax. If you're going to be in here, you got to be able to kind of take a joke a little bit. Don't be asking me where I'm at. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. You know, so, yeah. So, we're coming into Sabbat. And why do we do Sabbat? Because we want to align ourselves with the celestial environment. That's why we do Sabbat. Because we want to align ourselves with the celestial environment. Okay? So, um, whatever, whatever the, the higher ordered archetypes do, that's what we do. That's how that works. If they rest, we rest. If they move, we move. And that's the whole big thing. That's actually something I was gonna I was gonna hit you on, like, but I didn't I didn't get into it. But the reason that we get that separation is because we're unable to move when the creator moves. That's the problem. We don't move when the creator moves. You know, we're we're static in in our positioning because we're stuck in that lower order mind. But when you're functioning from that higher order mind, you know, as soon as the creator says, Okay, shift left, shift right. We're right there with it, and everything comes along with it. You see what I mean? So um, maybe maybe on the next, um, what am I calling these? Thank you, Day Day Wo nine two nine. Give thanks. I appreciate that. You, man, y'all are. You know, you know, I'm about to act a fool. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
get some suede curtains or some velvet. <laughs> I get some velvet curtains. But um, um, yeah, maybe on the next um, what is it? Commanding the day. I'll, I'll get into what movement of the creator actually looks like when you know when it, when there's a dynamic movement and how you stay in step with that. All right. So again, everyone enjoy your day. Be safe going into Sabbat. Enjoy your, your Sheba, your Sabbat, your Sabbat, your, your Yom Sabbat, you know, um, as we're coming up into it. Uh, that's for all you Ifa people. Yes, in Ifa, we do have a Sabbat, you know, um, and all you Igbo people. Yes, we do have a Sabbat. Okay. Um, it's not, it's not Jewish. <laughs> all right, everyone be well.